Hello again, Timberwolves fans. Are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? It is Sunday, December the 22nd, 2013. This is episode number 114 of Timberwolves Explosion, which is available on the sportstuff.com and on iTunes. I thank each and every one of you always for downloading and listening to this show. I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. And with me once again is Marcus, the forecaster. He is back in the house. And as well, we have some games to review. Mostly we're going to, it's going to be a very similar to last show, but at the same time, less less games to review. So that makes it a little more, a, a little better. The games will be more fresh in our mind, especially this SOB that ended literally 30 seconds ago. Yeah. This overtime... Stress pot, pile of bleeping poop. Yeah, that, that. Uh, we're ready to trade Kevin Martin, fire uh, Rick Edelman, uh, everything else, too. We're ready to, like, uh, buy some new furniture. Um, <laughs> uh, have, have my tonsils removed? Okay, what am I talking about? It's okay, clean house. Oh, my God, I'm just... <sighs> I mean, it was a fun competitive game, but oh boy! So yeah, that's a that's a tease to where we're headed in the Timberwolves uh, segment. We got to do some brief league talk first. Yes, we got some uh, we got the, some Kobe uh, stuff to talk about, of course, and uh, well, a newly named basketball team. Yes, that'll be kind of cool. We're going to keep that fairly brief, I'm sure, because we got wall to wall Timberwolves to get to after that in segment number two. Uh, of course, that will conclude with the. Weekly award and demerit, you know, the Lone Wolf and Johnny Flynn Memorial. You know, our little tradition here, little Facebook interaction with some of our buddies and from Australia and, and, and abroad. Um, but, hey, we also got to mention to you really quick. First, we are now a part of the Oddman Media Network. I believe this is the third show now since joining that. We thank Oddly Stevenson for having us on board. And just so you know, it's not like odd, odd isn't like O-D-D. No, it's uh, A-U-D-M-A-N, theoddman.com. So there you go. That's how you get there to check out the other shows, including the Courtside Podcast, who we've been friends with for a while, and they were uh, they, they joined the website uh, a couple months back. So thanks again, Oddly Stevenson, for having us on there. Oh, the forecaster is shaking his head in extreme frustration. Yeah, we got a lot on our mind to get into this one. <laughs> Oh, we're trying. Yeah, we're trying. Obviously, we love this team. You can sense the passion. Forecaster is absolutely <laughs> at a so loss drained. right now. Yeah, so you, you do, don't you? Uh, he's absolutely at a loss right now. I was screaming and, and all that good stuff. He was screaming a bit, too. I don't think either one of us are fans of Chris Paul anymore tonight than we've ever been. Um, no. Um, I'm definitely less of a fan of Kevin Martin. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> he basically gave the, gave the, he gave the game away. It's the season of giving. Oh, I'm so sick of giving. Can't we receive something around here? It's like having a girlfriend that just like spends every dime you made. Like say you've been working overtime for six months and she just she just spent everything on like this cousin you hate. Like her cousin that you hate, right? That's basically what he just did to the Timberwolves, isn't it? That's, that's, about, that's about what Kevin Martin did to us. Because I hate Chris Paul with a passion. Oh, and, and I think you hate him even more than I do. Yeah, the flopping. Oh, I can't stand this son of a... Okay. <laughs> hate Blake Griffin. I don't like DeAndre Jordan. I think he's a bit obnoxious. Uh, 
I don't like Doug. Oh, I don't like Doc Rivers anymore either. He is a whiny, loud pile of overrated. Okay, okay, I will, I'll calm down now. Excuse me. <laughs> I won't call him overrated, but I'll call him a bit of a just. He's just too much. He needs to like knock it off. Okay, there's a tease. <laughs> there's a tease. So with all that said, uh, <laughs> uh, how could we even get into this other topic? Okay, we we have to. Our buddy Vince Germano, his frustrations continuing a bit with uh, his franchise player. Though that didn't seem to affect our fates the other night. I hate California. The Wild hate California, and the Wolves hate California. I hate it. I'm, I'm, I hate no, California. Not too sure about uh, Kevin Love. Not too sure about how he, how he feels about it. <laughs> yeah, it's a possibility. Uh, I don't want to be singing that one song. The love we lost. No, I'm kidding. No, I don't want to think about that. Uh, the love the L.A. lost, though, is Kobe Bryant again with a uh, fractured tibia in his left knee. So the compensation issue has begun with the uh, Achilles issue in the right foot, left foot, leg, whatever. And now you got the uh, the old uh, we got the old compensation issue. Yeah, so it's one of those things that happens, isn't it? A little bit. Uh, it's unfortunate, I suppose, though. Oh, what's your take on it? <laughs> I can tell you're still at a loss here. Look, look at me. That that game killed you, didn't it? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I was for sure. I, I thought we would have <laughs> won that game. <laughs> the Clipper game. The we, we had it. Yep. Yeah. Both games, I thought we should have won. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Kevin Martin gave them the game, handed them the ball twice. <laughs> Oh, look at this guy jumping ahead. We almost should, uh, but oh well. Kobe, Kobe, yep. I know he did just extended his contract, and he's going to mm-hmm. be out, but uh, about another six weeks. Another six weeks for Kobe. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> and and they're riding right about with us, five hundred game under five hundred, all that good stuff. Uh, now we're two games under. Doggone it! This was a kind of a poopy week. Thing. Yeah, uh-oh, you're, you're thinking about the draft pick. Yeah, but I'm about the draft. I don't think we have a draft pick this year, though. That's the sad part. It's all, it's all, uh, or maybe it's lottery, 13. yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a lottery thing, yeah. Top, top, Look at you, you want to be in the lottery? <laughs> well, hey, yeah. Uh, this isn't... Oh. We, I think we both completely overrated our, our team. I think that, that or the coach, I mean... A little bit homerish. But yeah, well, we thought that. What the hell? Yeah, we shouldn't picks, be this bad. Um, with our picks to contribute, mm-hmm. uh, Baz uh, and uh, and Gorgie, um, we would have been a better team overall, especially with them coming off the bench mm-hmm. or being uh, tossed in with the starters every couple of games. But we have no bench. Mm-hmm. No, no, we don't. We're kind of like what the Lakers were a few years ago, where we just, you know, there's a couple guys that play and nobody else does, and yet they were called the deepest bench of all time. Remember that? They're yeah. like, oh, they, yeah, they, yeah. they have the best bench. Remember we you always talked about that and made fun of it? Yeah, and, and it's uh, looking go like... Lakers. Uh, go Lakers, go Lakers, yeah. No, well, I'm you kidding. told me uh, a couple of days ago that uh, Rubio's not the star that we... Uh, they are who we thought they were. Yeah, I'm really beginning to wonder about that. <sighs> Even uh, uh, Jonah, who, uh, Jonah Stenmeyer, who is uh, obviously like the main guy on Howlin' T-Wolf, which is kind enough to have a link to us on their website. Even he wrote an article where he called it the rise and fall of Ricky Rubio. So it's like, okay. So even he's like at a point now where it's like, I, I had to do this, guys. 
I had to write this article. So, yeah, a bit critical and understandably because something's missing. Mm. Look at us teasing a little too much here. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's only so much we can say about Kobe other than, you know, it's too bad, obviously. It's a shame for yeah. NBA fans. Uh, a lot of Wolves fans hate the Lakers. I think we're kind of in that group. But <laughs> but yeah. at the same time, you know, it's still a shame. I mean, I've hated Kobe forever. But really, the last couple of years, I've mellowed a bit because it's just when they get when they get to be in their early to mid thirties, you start to like say, you know what? He's a legend. Damn it! You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, <laughs> as a you can't we we we've never denied his talent. Never. No. It's just that we just don't like him personally. It's just mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. After all the nonsense, like yep. yeah, mm-hmm. beating us all the time. It's it's <sighs> just the, just that. But it's hard to see one of those, you know, Hall of Famers getting injured and mm-hmm. not knowing when we can see them again. Yeah, and when it's like... And injured. not going out on top. He's getting injured. So it's not like it's, he, you know, played his last game, mm-hmm. waved to the crowd, sees injuries, and he won't go He won't go out fully healthy, but, you know, just up there in age, sees it, injuries. It's a scary thought because, you know, because uh, you know how it's like one injury leads to another, leads to another type yeah. of thing? That's the scary, sad part that sometimes happens to some of the greats as they get older. Sometimes, especially with the a guy with as many miles as this guy. Oh, I mean, because oh, yeah. you know you have to put, you have to factor in how many playoff games this son of a gun played. I mean, that's a lot of extra miles that maybe a Garnett didn't quite have. I mean, yeah. he he made the playoffs, but he didn't extend the playoffs like Kobe well, did. Not even you know? just that, it's playoffs, <laughs> the style style of play. Oh yeah, between, shooting guard. Yep. Yeah. Movement. Cutting and all that yeah, good stuff. Every yeah, every game, uh, practicing mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because you got to remember, he's a lot like uh, Jordan in that way, where he wants to win and he'll practice, you know, mm-hmm. shoot a couple hundred shots before game, after the game. Mm-hmm. It's a lot, a lot of miles on his body already. Yeah, that and beating up teammates, all that. Yeah. <laughs> a bit of that, too. Yeah. Oh, my. Think about that. It's like, man, this guy... You gotta respect that, and yeah, appreciate it. I'd um, rather him go out healthy mm-hmm. than than this. It could happen. We'll see. I mean, that's the hope that maybe this is the last of the of the of the domino effect. I we hope it's not like a ongoing domino effect to the to the bitter end. Yeah, that's where the hope comes. So now we have a new team. Uh, speaking of Michael Jordan and all that good stuff, we got the Charlie Hornets. You know, we got them Charlotte Hornets coming in there. Uh, we're gonna take over. Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be very proud to bring back the history of the Charlotte Hornets with uh, the the teal and the purple. Okay, sorry, <laughs> that was a bad Michael Jordan, wasn't it? Eh, maybe not too bad. The Charlotte Hornets are back. The Charlotte Hornets are back in 2014, but they do have a new logo, uh, looking a little bit like the Pelicans logo, a little bit with the wings spread out and the ball underneath, but. Which is kind of funny and scary in a way. It's like, why are you trying to copy the Pelicans of all things? But it's not bad. At least they brought the color scheme back, I guess. Yeah, yeah I think it's mostly mainly <laughs> like the wings. Yeah, it looks like the Pelicans, doesn't it? Yeah. It does. A few comments. I'm going to try to keep this brief for now. Because there was a you know a little back and forth. Uh, Kalen Woods out of Australia. Mm-hmm. A few others just saying how yeah he was saying it's interesting definitely uh, definitely modernized has the feel of a natural progression if the Hornets had stayed in Charlotte this may have been the logo 
that had appeared as logos became a bit more streamlined. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking too. Yep, I see the nod in agreement. Yep. Um, yeah, it's one of those things where when the team, yeah, obviously over the course of time, they may have an updated logo and all that. Kind of like the Wolves where they had their look back in 89 and Charlotte had their look in 89. looks a lot like the Secret of Mana B. <laughs> in those of you that may have played Secret of Mana for the Super Nintendo in the past, Paul Tuniverse Caniff, a big fan of that, always pointed that out, that that B looked exactly like the Charlotte Hornet in the logo. Now, um, both the Wolves and the Hornet have this, this growl kind of look in their eyes now, like they're pissed off. You know how the... Yeah. Both teams have kind of gone with that look now, like the, te- the logo's pissed off, you know? Instead of kind of more just... A, more of a basketball with a mascot theme in the past, uh, especially with the uh, the Hornets. So Hugo the Hornets coming back, possibly the greatest mascot ever. Eh? He's coming back. Uh, yep. And I was talking with him about how I prefer the old school, but I suppose you know because the old school had more attention to detail, all that good stuff. Uh, Kalen was saying how he likes the uh, old school as well, and. Um, yeah, uh, he, 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 he likes, though, that they're reverting to teal and purple instead of that yellow look that the, Horn- the New Orleans Hornets had for a while. Chris Paul's favorite team. <laughs> yep, and Kay- uh, Kaylin also pointing out how the Pelicans logo is a bit similar to the Hornets logo. Mm. Because it is, isn't it? Yep, yeah. so a bit there. Uh, Brett Walters also saying that if people don't like this logo, they can rest easy because I'm sure... They'll do plenty of throwback nights, and yeah, 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 just like the wolves do once in a while, and with those husky ones, even too. Those are like that's like the early seventies when the uh, well, Minnesota had an ABA team, believe it or not, for one like one or two years was it, and they played in the Met Center back in the early seventies. Yeah, creepy, it's creepy. Um, oh, Vince Vince Germano also saying I'm liking the logo. Great to have the Hornets back. Yes, yes. So. I kept that, uh, yep, yeah, I kept that right now. That's that's all on the Facebook page, of course. Simply look up Timberwolves Explosion, Minnesota Timberwolves Show on the Facebook page. I figure, see, we're going to get back to the Facebook page later when it gets back to the Wolves, but I figured let's let people comment on the Hornets logo since we're talking about it now. Um, I posted another article up here. I don't know if you want me to get into it or not. <laughs> Where somebody robbed Michael Jordan uh, of his shoes and had him sign it. And it was just the dumbest thing ever because, well, the person got caught right away anyway and is in jail. So it's like, what was the point? It was like in front of like a trillion people anyway. You know what I mean? <laughs> What's the point? It's like, yeah, he told... <laughs> uh, he said, sign it or die. <laughs> Man. <laughs> <laughs> sign it or die. <laughs> so he had Michael Jordan take his, like, uh, was it Gamma 11s? Off during an in-store appearance, so that's like around a trillion people, right? How stupid is? <laughs> oh, you can't make this stuff up, can you? He had him sign it, and you know, take him off, sign it, and then run off with them, and then obviously we got caught right away anyway. So okay, so that's how dumb. Can you be? What the heck? <laughs> oh, so yeah, that's basically the gist of that one. Oh, <laughs> so you have to figure, there you go, the Hornets, Michael Jordan, and all that good stuff. It all kind of goes together nicely, doesn't it? Isn't that cool? <laughs> what the hell was that? It's like Saturday Night Live on crack. 
basically a Saturday Night Live skit on crack. All right, so we will take a quick break and we'll go wall to wall Timberwolves so Marcus can begin his uh, his his uh, yes sir he's oh, very off. he's very excited oh, he's very excited to talk Wolves and Clippers and Wolves and Lakers and that interesting Portland game um yeah there was that one too and then that god awful Celtics game too all right we'll be right back. shop on Amazon? Did you know that you could support this podcast just by doing your normal shopping on Amazon? It's really easy to do. Just go to thesportstuff.com and click on one of the many Amazon pictures. Do your normal shopping and Amazon sees that we referred you and they give us a percentage. We'd like to thank you in advance for supporting thesportstuff.com and please use our Amazon link. Now enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back here on Timberwolves Explosion, episode number 114, which is a reminder for all of you out there on your mobile devices, on Apple with the iTunes, you can find us on there, Timberwolves Explosion, on Android, well, there's there's applications you can download, Double Twist is one, but there are others also, when you get us, when you get the app, simply look for Timberwolves Explosion in the podcast section on Microsoft, Windows, Phones, Simply search for Timberwolves Explosion in the store. Same for BlackBerry devices. All tablets, blah, 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 for Android service and all that good stuff. All right, so it's wall-to-wall Timberwolves. It is the feature presentation. And the first owner of the Minnesota Timberwolves, we're going to open with that very quickly before we can get stuck straight into full-blown showtime. Marv Wolf- Wolfenson. Wolfenson, I am really losing it here. Pardon me. Marv Wolfenson has... Uh, Deceased as of today, literally today, uh, the original owner of the Timberwolves died at 87 today. Um, so we'll pay our respects to him. But first, I uh, we'll pay our respects to him in a second. But first, I just want to say, well, I appreciate the fact that he helped bring the Timberwolves here with expansion and all that, and that is a good thing. It's a wonderful thing, and thank God they're still here. But I mean, we do have to remember. He did try. He did sell this team. He had he had a deal in place to have this team sold and uh, to an ownership group that would have moved them to New Orleans. So, and his lack of interest in working with the Minnesota North Stars to play in the Target Center helped them move as well. So, uh, I'm not trying to like, not trying to be hard on anybody, but I'm just saying that's something you should remember at the same time. We, you know, uh, you know, I mean when. <laughs> you know, it's like yes, you're the original. You're the. I'm not trying to. What are you trying to give the eulogy? Like, sit down. What are you doing? Oh, I'm so bad, aren't I? No, I mean, I no, I I appreciate it. I know, and it, obviously, you know, in in the end, everything, every you know, all bygones are bygones, and glad they're still here. And I'm sure he didn't feel good about it. But I'm just saying. But he tried. That's what he don't like. <laughs> but I'm just yeah. What I don't like is yeah. I mean, he had us moving out of town. Gosh, what year was it? Ninety four. I mean, that's only five years into the franchise. That's that's too quick, you know. So that's that's insane a little bit. Um, and I understand there it may have been tough finding a buyer, but conveniently, immediately after the uh, NBA said, "Oh no, you're not going anywhere," you know. Luckily, thank God for that. 
Glenn Taylor just, boom, uh, came out of nowhere and bought the team. So, thank God for that. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying, that's where a little thing I had, I have to get off my chest a bit before we say too much nice things. So, <laughs> but no, with all that said there, I, I got that off my chest. I'm thanking God the Timberwolves are still here. I'm still pissed off the North Stars are not, but hey, at least you got the Wild. <laughs> um... <laughs> okay, but no, in, in, in all seriousness, yep, I mean, I'll, we'll pay respects to Marv Wolfenson and um, appreciate him bringing the Timberwolves to Minnesota in the beginning, so we will give him a brief yeah. moment of silence. Thank you again, Marv, and yes, we believe you are in a better place now. So, now to business, to business, the hardcore... Yeah, stuff. Uh, where where do we start? It's do we start with the happiest moment ever when the twenty and <laughs> ultimately the Timberwolves? We'll just start with Boston. Okay, really brief. Then we can get to the happy little Portland game. Minnesota heads to Boston Monday, the sixteenth of December, of course, and we don't win the game, one hundred one to ninety seven. Hmm. It's like there, not all that much I want to even say about this one. It just. Yeah, you know, I mean, Robbie Hummel started. Kevin Martin was out with a sore knee. I don't even know what to say about Kevin Martin right now. I'm so still, I'm so pissed off after what I saw tonight. <laughs> I can tell you're yeah. very. <laughs> oh yeah, Robbie Hummel started at small forward. Corey Brewer at shooting guard. Um, Kevin Love played well, but he shot two of eleven. No, he did not play well. He's, he he scored a lot of points, but he attempted twenty six shots, eleven threes attempted, only two made. Just a poorly poorly executed game for the most part. Okay, Berea got 11 assists. Okay. Gorgie got up almost uh, 14 minutes. Gorg- yep, Gorgie's got a gun. Okay, so I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, Gorgie actually got to play a little bit. That was nice to see. Yeah. But it's like outside of that, it's like, oh, God, this, we actually lost to the Celtics. Uh, I don't really have all that much to say about this one. Do you, do you want to say much? Well, I thought uh, at least uh, this was kind of the meh Sh- game of the week. But yeah, yeah. go ahead. Yep, uh, Sh- Shabazz would have gotten some more uh, minutes. Mm-hmm. A DNP. He, got, he got zero. Shabazz got zero. Uh, and yes, Martin's been having a knee uh, knee issues of late. That's where sometimes his minutes fluctuate. More than more, he's been having more than uh, knee issues. Yeah, mental issues. Yeah. Oh, he's a, one hell of a choke. He is a choke, and people have said that about him in the past. I believe uh, me and Vince talked about that uh, on a few of our shows last yeah, month. He's, he's, not, he's not Luke, yep. but... He's not Luke, yeah. Oh, he used to drive me nuts, Luke yeah. Renner. Timberwolves fans still hate me about that, but you're going to have to keep hating me, I guess. <laughs> right? Pretty much. I'm like doing the nudge-nudge over here. I hated that. Yeah. This, this whole week was just like a bunch of doggone it, frustrating... Can I say this? I think I have to say this. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna fuel your fire when I say this. Mm-hmm. This team is not serious, are they? They're not a championship or team or a playoff team at, uh, at this point. They just don't um, seem it, serious. It clearly shows how valuable uh, scoring point scoring point guards are now. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah, because yeah, I mean Rubio. I don't know if he even attempted a shot in the fourth. Uh, maybe one, and it was like a Strickland type shot. Remember the Come on, Strickland. Where it hits the front of the rim type of thing. Yeah. It's like, it was like off by like five inches or something. Um, 
Man, there was some really good play tonight, and there was some really bad play. I mean, some plays are just so awesome. I mean, Pekovic looks so good sometimes, but yeah. then sometimes he didn't look good, and we're still getting there. Ah, doggone it. We almost want to make that one first. But we will get to the funnest game of the week. I can't believe what happened. Um, okay, Portland was 21-4 and coming into Target Center. They have always been a bad matchup for this team. They could be 4-20. and or something like that, Portland. And they're still the biggest thorn in the side for this franchise. Yeah. <laughs> they're so tough to beat for whatever freaking yeah, we reason. give up yeah. so many threes. Mm-hmm. It is a barrage. I mean, it's it's Missile Command on level, like, 99. Just... Yeah, some teams go for, oh my a, like, uh, some type of record. Yeah. Against, against us. Like, up 33 points in the third quarter. You know, stuff like that. That was Denver, but still... Portland, you remember last year we were making fun of the backcourt matchups? Remember that? It was like one that was like 33-4 to four or something. Remember that? Rubio and Berea or something were starting? Or no, Ridnauer and Berea. It was something like that. And then like Matthews and Lillard got like 44 <laughs> points. It's like, come on! It was just just devastating. Uh, not the case this time around, though. Uh, who won the game, Marcus? Who won the game? Huh? Huh? We did. We won this game, and we were up by 30. Completely surprised. Mm-hmm. And the score doesn't reflect how lopsided this was for a while because we kind of let Portland back in this one, and I was getting extremely yeah. nervous. Yeah, Lillard oh. was going off. Yeah. I was getting extremely nervous because you do not give up 32-point leads. You just don't. That, that's like you fire the coach tonight type of mistake, yeah. type of thing. Oh, well, we won by 11. <laughs> 120 points in regulation. I mean, it was a barrage. We beat the Blazers. And I was just imagining how funny it would be like, you just say, ah, oh, Portland's coming to town. Ah, oh, we're going to get white. We're going to get whipped tonight. Just just don't watch. Just go to bed. Maybe you're real tired. You've been working overtime lately, right? You just go to bed, and then it's like, oh, let's just check the score. And it's just done. Like the band starts playing when you look at the screen. And you're just, like, shocked. But yeah, this was a fun little night. It, it was, but Portland did make it interesting for a short stretch. Uh, Luke Richard Mamute, I was extremely hard on him on the last show. Uh, he's he's all right. He's all right. He's but that's it. He's all right. You know, um, he's better than I gave him credit on the last show. I mean, I was tearing him up too much, wasn't I? <laughs> Do you like him a little bit more now after this last week? A little no. bit. No, you still don't like him. No, I like him a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not a huge fan, but he maybe not. Maybe yeah, I was a little not, too he's harsh. Bringing too much to the table. No, at times he looked at least okay, but that's about it. Yeah, I mean, for this team, we definitely need a, another star. Um, I really wish that Rubio developed more, Kevin Martin developed more. Well, but plays uh, better. It's nice game. Because Martin's in his thirties, oh. but yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I can tell you're still, yep, you're still revving up. I'm sorry. Yeah, we need we need something to look forward to. Yeah, Especially we do. Kevin Love. First, what we look forward to from him is uh, leaving. Mm, I I really pray to God that's not the case. Because yeah, you know what the whole point of this game right here, this game, this game symbolizes everything right now is going on. It just there's no rhyme or reason right now. I mean, you're losing to Boston. You're losing to the Lakers without Kobe. You're getting run by them. Yeah. Run by them. By Nick Young. 
Yet we destroy the Portland Trailblazers who beat the Indiana Pacers, folks. They beat the Pacers. And we destroyed them. We were up by 32. Yet why are we losing games to Boston and, and uh, uh, you know, the Lakers and stuff? And no offense, Vince, but I mean, I remember we were up by like 30 against the Lakers too when they didn't have Kobe the last time around. Now that was kind of a phenomenon because the Lakers are a little more competitive than that, but so's Portland just a little bit. I mean, the, the inconsistency is off the charts. Yeah. And what I don't understand is how we're running our starters into the ground by giving them so many minutes. That's a huge problem, I, you know, because that's that's probably why Kevin Martin's going through what he's going through right yeah. now. You would think, especially it's got to be why, Pe- right? <laughs> Pekovic and uh, Martin. Would have li- would have limited minutes. Mm-hmm. You would think, yeah. I mean, yeah. Pekovic, luckily in the Portland game, only had twenty nine. Martin at thirty. Why is Kevin Martin playing thirty six minutes in that game? Yeah, and then yeah, almost thirty seven, almost forty one minutes. Forty one minutes for Kevin in a game you were up by thirty, and, and I know part of it was they're scared to death, and the other part of it was they're trying to get a triple double. The guy had nine assists going yeah. into the fourth yeah. quarter, and he didn't get it. Man. Damn it, Kevin Martin missed like a wide open three. I was like, there it is, triple dunk. Ah, you know. Okay, like I'm rip- already picking on Kevin Martin. But it's not Kevin Martin's fault. Kevin Love didn't get the triple double. It's just doggone it type circumstances. That's about it. He should have had it, though. Man, that's that's disappointing. <laughs> oh, fun, fun night, though. Very fun. Very enjoyable. But then it's just like, why do you have to have such a letdown the next night, their next couple nights? It's just, ugh. That's where it comes in. It's not trying to be negative. It's look at the facts, you know? It's like, okay, I'm not trying to be negative about the weather, but but what we just had three tornadoes last week. You know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to tell you. We're trying to tell you what's really going on here. Here we go. Are you ready to go to California, Marcus? I know you're ready, aren't you? Are you ready to do the barrage? The barrage of the full cashta? Because I've, I've, uh, yep. I'm not exhausted what I'm about to say, but I, I did get a lot across. <laughs> I did get a lot off my chest going into this Portland and Boston and all that. So, uh, we now head to LA on Friday, the 20th, Friday, the 20th of December. The Wednesday, the Portland game was Wednesday, the 18th, just to let you guys know. And this LA game was some total bullcrap. You just got run in that fourth quarter. It was a bad start to the game, but then it looked like, oh yeah, we're gonna be fine. But then the rest of the way, third and fourth quarter, it just it just fell apart. Didn't it? One oh four to ninety one. So we never had a chance. Yuck. Why is the guy who had the number one shacked into fool like missed like three sixty airball layup? Nick Young torching us. <laughs> twenty five points for Nick Young. Twenty five, and then Paul Gasol had a three. That one three that was they, major. And they had no point guard. You mean to tell me Jody Meeks and Xavier Henry aren't point guards? No, they're not. They're not, are they? Oh. Paul Gasol must be one because he's got eight assists. <laughs> Right? He also got seven turnovers, though. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. What a terrible game. Ah. And the Lakers were turning the ball over like madmen that night, especially early. They got 19 total. Everything just kind of went their way after some point in the third quarter, early in the third. It just was like, Lakers are going to win this game. 
Mahamute looked okay at some points. Made some nice defensive plays. Offense is non-existent, <laughs> unfortunately. My boy, boy uh, Gorgie got uh, 10 seconds. Yes. And he didn't get to do anything. He just played Why 10 seconds. Why do that to someone? That's mean. Oh, Why? he did it. He did attempt a field goal. Oh, and AJ got 10 seconds, too. Why even do that to the guys? That's mean. That's why I not get played. Don't even put me in. Don't put me in when it's 10 seconds left. See, how many guys did play? Nine guys played. Yep. Yeah. I guess that's standard, but it's like, why is Shred one of them? <laughs> and Cunningham, I don't think either one of us are really excited about him anymore. I used to really like no. him. Yeah, me too. Hustle guy. What he's, the heck? Um, he's not blocking. He's not getting to the line. He's not doing anything he was doing last year. It's like he's a totally different person this year, yeah. isn't he? Boy, he is not looking all so hot. Uh, if you try to look at last year, I mean, yeah, his points, he was averaging more than three points a game, you know, more than last year. His rebounds were higher. Uh, he was blocking He was blocking more shots. Obviously, his minutes were higher, everything. It's just field goal percentage is kind of, well, yeah, it's, it's 2% lower, but still. It's been a it's been a really rough go with Dante Cunningham this year. I don't know what the deal is. We haven't seen any of the energy he had last year. That's the whole point. No energy. Ugh, talk about this Laker game a little bit some more. And he would Anything think else? Be a, he, he knows there's a contract contract year for him. For yeah, him. yeah, that's so the I other really, thing. I don't know if we're tanking or what. <laughs> I, I really don't know what's going on with, with this team. It's like we need to keep love happy. It's like they can't be tanking though, can they? They can't be. But it's like something's something screwy about it, yeah. about all this. Uh, at the beginning of the season, I thought the Wolves would have been a much better team. It seems like, it seems like we've gotten worse. That's what I don't understand because we're healthy. I mean, yeah, what's his name's out, uh, Buttinger. But you'd think the domino effect wouldn't be this severe. I mean, it's, yeah. it's Buttinger. This isn't love. You know, when love's out, it's that's it. Love stinks. You know, do you believe in life after love? Enter in, enter in your '80s yeah, song. That's hurts. sad. Yep, and, and love hurts. Yep, enter in your late your 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 '80s love song. That's uh, <laughs> a, a sad story. Um, I love the '80s, by the way. Yes, I do. Uh, <laughs> I had to say that. Yeah, I mean, when love's hurt, that's it. Basically, we're dead. But he's not, and he's actually having a really nice season for the most part. Sometimes he has an icky game, but don't they all? Oh, man, and Pekovic has been very good most of the year after that slow start. In fact, really freaking good. But what the hell? Uh, I'm not understanding this. Why are we 13-15 and 15 tonight? We're 13-15 and 15 now. This has been going on and on for a while. Yeah, unfortunately, mm. there's a lot of teams who've been going on full of tank since the beginning of the season. Yeah, <laughs> and there's other teams we expected were going to tank that are doing good, like yeah. Phoenix. That's, Where's that? Weird. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> you know, Phoenix has actually got a better record than somebody. Do I have to say who it is? I don't want to say it. You guys can uh, fill in the blank which team they have a better record than. It's the feature presentation of this show. <laughs> I'm not laughing at it. I'm just laughing at the situation because I can't believe it. So are you ready for the game of the week? It has to be the game of the week because it went to overtime and it drew a lot of emotion tonight. <sighs> tonight, of course, is Sunday, the December, December 22nd. That was a sigh, not a yawn because I have no reason to yawn right now. You can tell I'm very hyper. I think both of us are in our own way. 
A 120-116 to loss in overtime to the Clippers. A game that I thought we had won. For the longest time, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah we're not going to win the game, but we'll just watch it, you know, see what happens and enjoy it. Oh, my God, we're actually going to win this thing. And then and then it happened. It happened. <sighs> one other thing, or one thing I know we could come up with right away, two, two major players in this roster right here, look at their field goal attempts and their point totals. Do you see, do you see two guys on the start, uh, that started in this game? Regular starters, Corey Brewer, three points, Rubio, with, are you ready to None. say it, with zero. Zero points, 0 for 4. 0 for 4, and it shows, did you see any fast break dunk tonight? That's kind of the tell right now, I guess, and right now it's been going on with Brewer and Rubio at yeah, least. Well, yeah, well, I think the league caught on. That's what's they going on. Passes. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, cut that out. That's what's going on, unfortunately. He's not, Corey Brewer's not getting his fast breaks anymore. That's a huge shame. Yeah, which cuts off Damn it. a lot of his uh, points. It does. Because, I mean, he did make one three tonight, and that's it. That is it, ladies and gentlemen. Missed a, a layup, a couple layups at times. Because, you know, they weren't dunks. And you know how Brewer is. He When he doesn't dunk, he doesn't make the shot very much. Mm. Unless it's a corner three. Yeah, he hit one. <laughs> Um, this was a very entertaining game, <laughs> but not, uh, the Clippers are another one of those teams that really draws the ire of both of us, don't they? Do you, do you like the Clippers, Marcus? Do you like them? No. No, no. <laughs> not at all. Oh, talk about this game a little bit. Are you ready? Are you ready to, to uh, let loose? Uh-oh. He can't, yeah, he can't handle it. Okay. Huh? You ready? Here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> I can't believe how stupid Kevin Martin is. Why? Yeah. He gives up the ball twice. Mm-hmm. Twice. Twice. Well, first he fumbles it and gives him the ball. Then he just uh, tosses uh, it out and gives it to him. Gives him the fast break outlet pass. Isn't that ridiculous? Yeah, and I, I Peck had a, had a, a wonderful game, but he didn't oh my know God, yeah. to slow down. Yeah, that's a set part. He was so good, but then just like he had these mental lapses at yeah. the worst time. Yeah, you can tell Damn. that he. he uh, I don't want to get on too much about it because you yeah. can tell that he was already kicking himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was hurting. Yeah, like sad, like not injured, but mentally sad. Yeah, you know? he's like, oh, why did I do that? You, but you didn't see that, see it that much with with Martin. I think it was more internal with him. Like mm-hmm. he kind of hides it. This. Yeah, yep. But Peck, you can tell that he really knows that he made a mistake, which is which is a good thing. But I, in in playing against the Clippers, I would I would play Gorgie. I would, yeah. Why I, mean, I don't want to play Gorgie every game, but yeah, especially with the Clippers, mm-hmm. I. Because I want to put him in there, especially to stop uh, <laughs> Chris Paul from getting easy layups. Oh, uh, DeAndre good. Jordan from, uh, well, stopping Lob City. Lob City? Lob, Lob City? Uh, because you know that their backup uh, center sucks. <laughs> we all know that. Uh, Ryan Ryan Hollins? Yeah. Look at you making fun of the ex-Timberwolf. But uh, what do we expect, though, right? So why not? 
Oh, give Gorgie some time. He should have been playing. That with any game, but especially against the Clippers, especially against Boston. He mm-hmm. been, well, he did get playing time, but more. Yeah, because, I mean, a huge thing about this game, too. I mean, they almost, they really were giving it to us. They clanged a lot of threes tonight. That's a huge thing. Mm. How the hell did we not win this thing? I mean, they clanged a lot of threes, and, you know, we were giving up offensive rebounds. Chris Paul got a little tip in immediately at the start of overtime. That pissed me off. But, no, Kevin Martin. Like, who led the team in turnovers tonight? Kevin Martin. Six turnovers. Six turnovers for Kevin Martin. Oh, I was just so excited. Yep. Oh, excuse me. It's that number. Yeah, I'm pointing at the wrong yeah. thing. That was Luke Richards' rebounds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kevin Martin also fouled out. Yes, that was late. But it, it's just kind of like whatever. But, uh, God. This was one of those games where you just... You just come out of it thinking that you didn't... You just... You, you got... You got screwed. That's how I feel tonight. Really bad. I mean, we had this thing in a big way. And when Love missed one of those free throws, too, it's just, you just get this vibe, yeah. like, here we go. One of those free throws could have put the Wolves up by five, and it just started bouncing out. Oh, yeah. it made me sick. Yeah, after the overtime, Love looked really disconnected. Yeah, especially early, yeah. Like, later on, he started to kind of shake out of it, yeah, but early, maybe, maybe. ooh, boy. There's a chance that we can win this. So we started, yeah, he did start to uh, come out of it. Mm-hmm. At the beginning, though, like you were saying, yeah, it was he was like in a bleep this mode, like, yeah. it's over. You know what I mean? That whole, it's over attitude. Yeah. And by the way, he did have 45, 45 points. And most of those 45 were scored way before, the, were scored before the overtime. So it's not like he got 45 just because he had OT. He had eclipsed 40, I think he had 43 before OT, so... It's not one of those deals where he got eight points in overtime, so he really uh, bloated his numbers. It wasn't like that. He really had a hell of a game tonight in a big way. Huge shame. Huge shame. I mean, you could see he was he was hurt by this one. Yeah, I think Rubio mm. is just a huge problem for this team. Also, uh, J.J. Barea. J.J. Barea is an imbecile. <laughs> he just, just a lot of it's just, I mean, his... Shot attempts, you you don't want him out there in a close game. Because he is not going to help you. Unless he's driving to the basket, yeah. and that's it. And somehow, yeah, someway he gets three. underneath. Huh? Or open three. Like a wide open three. but And it better not be like a dribble, dribble, dribble. It, should be, it needs to be a kick out type of three. You know? Those are much higher percentage than the dribble threes. If you guys know what I mean. Because <laughs> the dribble threes are much more forced. Much more just... Like selfish, all that good stuff. Or the other ones are drawn out play. And there's a reason why that's a higher percentage shot because the ball is just right there. It's it's a beautiful thing, Marcus. Beautiful thing. Nikola Pekovic. Uh, one one thing a note too. I gotta say, mm-hmm. uh, you know how I was ranting all year last year about the baby hook, baby hook, baby hook, and even early this year, he's using the glass a lot more, and I'm real happy. But unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm really happy, though, about that. And he's he's definitely better now, you know, because he's turned that quote-unquote baby hook shot into more of an off-the-glass type of shot, which is much higher percentage, and that's why he's scoring 30 points here and there. You know, he's really been dominant this year in that way. But, yeah, in those huge situations when he just rushed shots, he didn't go glass. Very uncharacteristic. Yeah. Like, the last one he put up, that ended up being, like, kind of the final straw that broke the camel's back. Remember that one? 
that was a horse shot where you're shooting it kind of almost behind the backboard. Like, what are you, why are you forcing that up with like seven seconds on the shot clock? Come on, Pekovic, don't do that. So, unfortunately, it seems like a lot of these guys get nervous late in the game and make really dumb plays. And to me, the biggest frustration of all, yeah, goes to Kevin Martin in that situation because he's in his 30s. Come on. It's not like Pekovic has been in the NBA Finals or anything. I know Martin hasn't either, but he's in his 30s. He should be a little bit more calm and cool in those situations, and he was not, was he? No. He killed us tonight, Kevin Martin, in a horrible. lot of ways. Hmm? said it was horrible. Yeah, because the first one... He should have yeah. known better. Yeah, that one where he got, the, he, he got this nice offensive rebound and then like threw the ball way too far. Yeah, like, like, what are you doing? Yeah, that was one of the plays that really cost us. This was like... Yeah, that really yeah, cost us. That, me, that was kind that was of about it. it. That was it. It was disgusting. Don't you love Kevin Martin? I like... Yeah, I try to like him, but he's season, not been the same. He yeah. perfect for us. Didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's scorching that net. Scorching that net. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, he... Why can't why can't the Timberwolves be a little more clutch under pressure? <laughs> Love didn't get the ball in the pressure situations for the most part, other than when he was at the free throw line, yeah. and then I, he missed a couple free throws late in the game. I, I think Damn. right now, um, they need to give him the ball. Shabazz definitely hmm. needs to uh, start playing in the game um, because Brewer, Brewer is becoming ineffective. Yep, they figured out. That okay, Rubio, he's not gonna shoot. Uh, Brewer, Brewer <laughs> gonna stop the outlet passes, so he's not gonna yep. get his easy ten points. It's a huge, yep. And because of that, because we have two guy, two starters who they know aren't gonna score, they can either double love in the <laughs> fourth because they know by then he's tired, mm-hmm. or Peck, and. We're not going to get much for Martin because he's not going to shoot open three. He's going to go for the flop. <laughs> yeah, he keeps doing too much yeah. of that. And yeah, he, he, he's I mean, terrible in the clutch moments, I'm yeah, telling you. Yeah, when he first got oh. here, he would shoot a three with someone right on him. Now he'll that was nice. fake it, dribble once, pass it to love. Mm-hmm. He'll go back out to a three, mm-hmm. pass it back and forth, little, know, ring around a rosy. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> What's all this ring around a rosy? Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you shoot the ball? Do something with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. that was the gem you dropped during the it's game. Like even the same, yep. Yeah, it's like the same play they do. <laughs> yeah, that ring around the rosy. Until the, the clock drops and, and then someone has to launch up something in the last couple seconds. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, it's like a bunch of panic and like, let's just try to draw a foul. Draw a foul. Oh, nope, nope. Oh, now it's your turn. Oh, no, draw the foul. Yeah. Okay, ring around the rosy. Yeah. yeah. Seems There's like too Kevin much Martin of that never, crap. Kevin Martin doesn't get the, the same calls that he used to. No, I I just get tired of when they keep everybody's just looking for a foul all the time. Just yeah. just play the freaking game. Stop trying to stop trying to be smarter than everybody else. Yeah, right now you know what I mean. More uh, scores. Like, <laughs> Chris Paul is not going to do it. Uh, when when Bud comes back, hopefully after. He comes back in a month later. Mm-hmm. He's the same guy. He can score for us. Uh, coming off the bench after uh, Martin, but I think Shabazz should be in there. Shabazz should be in there. Shabazz, uh, instead, of, instead, of, instead of Brewer or coming off the bench. 
At least, yeah, at least rotate a little bit. Well, at least on it. Fours, some rotate. That's yeah. what I was saying. Even Pekovic coming off the bench. Look at you, Mr. 34 points. Yeah, yeah, 34 <laughs> points. <laughs> yeah. But the, yeah. the lack of defense because, yeah, some of those, some of those uh, drives yeah. that uh, Cleveland had, Love never Cleveland? put his hand up. Oh, you um, mean Clippers. Yeah, Clippers. Clippers. It's okay. Yep. Yeah, Love never put his hands up. Never, yeah. Like, Dante didn't either. For every game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, what's with Dante and That's no the thing. blocks? It's like, what's Dante doing? Yeah, like Chris Paul, you know, <laughs> he, he was driving to the lane, and Dante didn't even challenge him, and he was like a foot away. I was just starting to a get crazy. A lot of guys just stand there. Yeah, a lot of our guys just stand there now. Please, I'm swat watching. at it or something. Get Challenge the guy. You can't just watch him just score. It's like they're just, uh, something's wrong with Cunningham, obviously. Something's wrong with everybody. And uh, on the Courtside Podcast, I heard them say it. I heard Vince say it. Uh, I think even Hank as well. And I, I didn't hear BG disagree with them. I don't think he disagreed at all. That he that they believe that this team might be kind of quitting on Edelman a little bit. Uh-huh. Look at me. I, I'm just opening that Pandora's box here. Oh, you know, the fans are definitely um, quitting on them. A lot of them are um, seeing the light. Yeah, on a lot of the on the message boards out there, definitely. It's uh, up and Vince, a live message here saying, recording might? It's like, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Trying to type it right now. Very good luck on me, Mike Bart. Okay, pardon me. It's sad. It's sad. <laughs> shout we, out, Vince. Shout out to Vince. A lot of people Vince. thought we were better than this. <laughs> a lot of people did. I mean, I, yeah, I thought this is a 50-win team. Yeah. And I don't think it's stupid to think this is a 50-win team. It should be a 50-win team. Yeah, we thought we fixed, we, <laughs> we fixed a lot of holes in the team. Mm-hmm. And we didn't. Um, we thought, well, I definitely thought that picking uh, Gorgie... Because oh, we yes, because we heard Perfect. he was like the most center, the most ready r- rookie, you know, to mm-hmm. come in and contribute. But did we give him minutes? No, absolutely not. Um, and you know, yeah, it's like we've been saying time and time again. You know how we need the shot blocking center, and we refuse to play him. And we're not the only ones mad about it. And, you know, we can't just drink blue Kool-Aid or blue and green Kool-Aid just because some fans out there might want us to do that. We can't. We're, these these guys need to be playing because yeah. we want to win. And we know this team can win. That's where the root yeah. of the and frustration comes from. They yeah. can. And not even that. We're, we are not going to attract a superstar free agents. We're yeah, not, not doing this nonsense. Yeah. We got to work. We got to work from within. Our, you know, we got to work with our rookies, mm-hmm. our picks. It definitely didn't work with Flynn and yeah. Wesley and D. Will. Yeah, that's three consecutive like strikeouts right there for David Cunn. One, two, three, you're out, right? And unfortunately, uh, um, if he doesn't play any better anytime soon, Ricky Rubio. Oh boy, yeah. He'll be on that list, isn't that sad? Yeah, it's so sad to be saying that he did get twelve assists tonight, and yeah. he is good at running the scoring. offense. But we need scoring, we need yeah. lose by a lot. We so barely was, lost, yeah. Yeah, and when your point guard does not score like that, mm-hmm. they can play the passing lanes, they That's, can double-team other guys. Mm-hmm. Rubio just runs right under the rim. He doesn't do like uh, Steve Nash and do a... A little scoop. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. yeah, there's no threat. That's the whole That's the whole root of the problem. There's yeah. no threat. Chris Paul, there's an absolute threat constantly. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. All the BS he does too, but yeah, that's another like five hour show right there. We yeah. could we could go on for sixteen hours, ripping the cheap crap that Chris Paul does, but <laughs> and says and all that stuff. But um, no, the fact that he is just a deadly threat. I mean, look at one of the last plays of the game, but actually, really the dagger of the game, Jared Bleep and Dudley when. Maba, Mute, and others like were like it was like three Timberwolves, I believe, were following Chris Paul under the basket because yeah. they're scared to death of him. Yeah, and, and Jared and, Dudley for three. Yep. Yeah, and Dudley was out right, but yep. we supposedly had all of our best defenders out on the court mm-hmm. at that point in time. And yet they're just like completely following Chris Paul, and oh crap, we forgot about Jared Dudley. Who? <laughs> He'd been missing a lot of threes. Though the Clippers were claiming clanging threes. Yeah. Most of the night, and we were like, yes, yes, yes! You know, we were so happy. Yeah. But then, of course, when it all matters, it freaking goes in. Jared Dudley was 0 for 6 from 3. Okay, he's 1 of 7 now, and guess guess who won the game? Of course, you know. 24% from the floor were the Clippers tonight from 3-point land. 7 of 29. Wolves didn't fare all too much better. Only 6 of 22. Some nights we score to the net, and a lot, but a lot of nights it's just not seeming to be seeming to be the case. Oh, so much. Tonight wasn't one of those nights. Uh, this was the kind of night you don't want to see JJ Barea launching three pointers or Kevin Martin. I mean, the inside game was definitely working with Love. He's got a, he's developing a nice hook shot, isn't he? Yeah, it's really good. Uh, and Pekovic is using the glass. It's yep. phenomenal. I mean, I'm very happy with both of those guys inside. To tonight, they really did a good job. So there's your positivity, guys. There's your positivity. Yeah. This team has an awesome paint offense. Uh, awesome offense in the paint. Too bad that we don't mm-hmm. have a future. <laughs> yeah, without... without. That's what I'm mostly angry about. Is I'm, yeah, you mean future rookies, yeah. Yet. Someday we, we will. We, well, at this point, it's <laughs> like we, we may not even have love. We're going to be stuck That's with Rubio, fear. who can't score... We have we don't have a backup point guard who can go lights out. Um, yeah, without without shooting us out of a game anyway. Yeah, that guy. Um, I'm even interested in seeing what uh, our other point guard, our third string uh, point guard, can uh, do. AJ Price. Price yep. Yeah. Yep. Mr. Price. I mean, he's not a rookie, so I, I don't see why Hummel's getting so many minutes and Price isn't getting any. The Price is right. Yeah, he's looking his. Uh, the Price is right. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah, I mean he's um, well, he's in his mid uh, mid to late, actually late twenties, and he you know he's not bad. Flip Saunders wanted him here for a reason. He coached yeah. him in uh, just like Turiaf. <laughs> he coached both of them in Washington land, and um, well, he was a factor over there. Like seven points, he played in Indiana for a while. He's at least a solid backup for a reason in this league. Not 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 a guy you'd want him shooting much, but at least he can he's steady. I don't know. I I think he deserves some type of time. Possibly more than a J.J. Barea. You know, something like that. Sorry about that. I had to check on something there. But um, J.J. Yeah, J. J. Barea, yeah. have picked up a lot of guys. I, re- I was really looking forward to uh, trying to nab uh, Mo Williams. Who? No, yeah, Portland's got him, and look at them. Yeah. Oh, Tristan Mayer, you're killing us. You and your awesome point guards over there in... Uh, Portland, and they don't even have, uh, yep, like I said a hundred times already, they don't even have McCollum yet. 
Yeah. He's going to come in and disrupt that offense uh, and ruin the chemistry. Yes. <laughs> yes. So it's going to do a Rudy Gay on them. He's going to, yep, just like the, yep, he's going to do a Rudy Gay on them and he's going to do a Kobe. Kobe. Oh, <laughs> Remember how man. poorly the, Kobe, the Kobe's played when, when he came back? And speaking of Rudy Gay, I got to mention this. <laughs> now that we're kind of like nearing the end of the, the reviews, we can kind of like freestyle a little bit here. Uh, what happened tonight, Marcus? Look at this really quick. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, there were only three games tonight. Boston got creamed by Indiana. Shock of the year right there. Larry Bird getting a little revenge on them Celtics over there and, uh, you know, kicked their ass pretty big time. But Oklahoma City, one of the most lethal teams in the Western Conference, played at home tonight. And they lost to the Toronto Raptors, Marcus. They lost to the Toronto Raptors. Actually, what Toronto the hell? Lost. Did they? Oh, because the uh, the Wicked sweepstakes, right? Yeah. <laughs> the fans were like, I forgot they have we a good one, but we didn't really win, you know. Yeah, it's like yeah, oh, kind of like Viking <laughs> Viking fans uh, last week when they beat Philadelphia. Yeah, oh, damn, they would have been like the third pick. Now they're eighth. You know, like that's actually what happened to the Vikings last week. You gotta be kidding me! Oh. And all those same teams well, won, lost won, today. But come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, Toronto, they, um, well, and they're not really in the full Wiggins week stakes. In fact, their record's not much worse than us. They're 11 and 14. They're actually better than I thought, which is kind of funny. Um, old Fire Steel themselves, Toronto, still have Kyle Rowley right now. Um, there, there, there's a guy I would take in yeah. five seconds. Yeah. Hey, Kyle, we'll take you. I will take you, Kyle, please. We know you didn't like Kevin McHale, but he's not here, so. Oh, Kyle Lowry, oh my God. <laughs> you know, on the Courtside Podcast, they asked me, who's a player in the NBA that you're, you know, that you like, You maybe you're a little bit ashamed of it? And I was like, Kyle, like, you like him so much, or yeah, you like it, yeah, maybe you're a little ashamed of it? And I said, I don't know about ashamed, but, you know, it's a guy I used to talk about all the time, but don't as much lately. It's Kyle Lowry, that's who I really like a lot. <laughs> um, you know, like they said, another player in the league. Yeah, it's Kyle Lowry. Oh, yeah, man. Lowry. Yeah, isn't he great? We could use him. <laughs> um, I, uh, you can have Berea. Yeah, you can have Berea. Yeah, Berea five Dante, seconds. Uh, we'll give you a sec- uh, second round pick. And Shabazz Muhammad. Okay, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Sorry. That was I probably hit a sour note there. Uh, Durant shot poorly. The Raptors beat the uh, Durant shot poorly. Still got like his upper 20s deal, but he shot like 6 of 18 or something. So... Ah, it is what it is. Oh, poor Oklahoma. You're still going to win the Western Conference anyway. Damn it. No. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, so are you ready for the Lone Wolf and Johnny Flynn Memorials? Are, are you ready? Do you, have, do you have your awards selected yet? Or should I jump in first? I jump in first. Well, I'm going to give the Lone Wolf... <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, I'll give it to Love. I'll give it to Love. It's like it's close because Pekovic was so damn good this week. He was nuts yeah. good. But and, uh, I will give it to Love, yes. Yeah, uh, same thing. Um, mm-hmm. uh, close second was Peck, mm-hmm. except for that mental lapse. Yeah, that's what that's what the difference was. You know, Love, Love missed free throws, but that didn't kill us like Pekovic's mental lapses yeah. did. Oh, he's so good. Just, if we would just slow down a little bit, kick the ball out mm-hmm. for someone for, for a cleaner shot instead of that no-look hook. Yeah, it was literally a no-look hook. And, it, you know, like the last one, like I mentioned earlier, 
it, it was a horse shot. It, it was a shot you take in yeah. horse where you're kind of like shooting the ball. You're like under the backboard kind of about five feet away, like on the baseline. So you're kind of shooting the ball forward-ish. So it's like going yeah. out outward in front of the rim, which ended up happening. It's yeah. a really stupidly difficult shot that'll drive you nuts in horse. He, he knew it, too. You can see that he knew yeah, it, like, too. Why are you taking that when you have to make the shot? You have to make that shot. And you're taking it in that situation? Oh, man. That might be like you have like two guys on you and the shot clock's running out. That's about the only time yeah. you take that shot, you yeah. know? Yeah. Now with seven, eight seconds left in a one-point game... Come on. Right. So, he panicked. So, yeah, okay, I'm rambling too <laughs> I think we're both going to have the same uh, Johnny Flynn Memorial. It's pretty obvious, isn't it? Who, who's your Johnny Flynn Memorial? Oh, definitely uh, Kevin Martin. <laughs> Kevin uh, Martin. It's Kevin Martin. Oh, Kevin. Oh, Kevin, where, where have we gone wrong? Kevin, come on now. Come on now. You can't bl- blame you, you, his, his knee. You can't blame an injury on plays that he made. Those bone are mental. Bone, yeah, boneheaded plays. Yeah, like Pakovic's were, he panicked a little bit, where yeah. Martin's were like severe turnovers. Like yeah. we, we were going to win the game. Game changers. Yeah, like all we had to do was make a couple free throws and yeah. say it's been nice. At least we got a split in L.A. I can't imagine <laughs> if Dick Williams made those plays. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rick Edelman would have been like having a heart attack. For the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah, because we've seen how Rick Edelman reacted when Derek Williams would make like a miss a layup or something. Oh, miss a layup. Boy, he's done. Like, Remember that? He'd throw his yes. hands up and screaming <laughs> over that. We were laughing. Yeah, because... Because, yeah, the Williams would know, oh, okay, I'm I'm out the game right after, you know, as soon as I hear a whistle, mm-hmm. I'm out the game. Mm-hmm. Or like, yeah, the substitution horn. Yeah. You know, yeah. The infamous, yeah. like, whoop, I'm out. Checking into the game. <laughs> Checking into the game, Robbie Hummel replaces Derek Williams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, put him back in, you know. Yeah, put him in the <laughs> layup. Come on, uh, Rick. Or <laughs> Uh, Minnesota's featured around Rick and Kevin, right? Yeah. Ricky, Ricky Rubio, Rick Edelman, Kevin Martin, Kevin Love, Kevin, Kevin Garnett, blah, blah, blah. Okay, Kevin McHale, Kevin Harlan. It just goes on forever. Yeah, there definitely needs to be uh, a coaching change. And <gasps> I think uh, right now Love isn't happy. Uh, Ricky's growth has been stunted somehow. I don't Something. know. Something's going, going on. Yeah, yeah. Something's going on. What the hell? He's getting assists, but if he yeah. can't score... That leaves a lot of time for teams to uh, double team our our top players. Yeah, something. I think it's mental because I, you know, there's a lot of. I mean, you have some. I mean, you do have practice time, and I, I got to think Ricky Rubio is the kind of guy he's going to shoot like hundreds and hundreds of shots a day. Yeah, and you know he does. Like we you, you we tell we, we he's know it. Losing yeah, with a passion. We know he does, so it's like something mental's going on that I hope and pray that he can get out of it. I, I really do, and it, it's a shame. I mean, we know he's competitive and wants to win. Um, he's never been clutch shooting, unfortunately. The only guy on this roster that is is Kevin Love, with yeah, his come-to-me yeah, children. It really shows how badly we need a guy like uh, Kyle Lowry and mm-hmm. even uh, Nate Robinson. I wanted Nate Robinson in the worst way versus Berea, but Denver got him. Ah, doggone it. <laughs> that sucked, didn't it? Uh, so briefly, we can uh, get to the Facebook page here. As I mentioned earlier, it is 
Timberwolves Explosion Minnesota Timberwolves show on Facebook. Simply search for that in the search bar. <laughs> search for that in the search bar. That was cute. But, uh, yeah, basically you do that. Click on the one that says company, not group. Company, not group. Only a few to get to here, so about ready to wrap up this show. It's going to be a little bit shorter than the last time, which is nice. You know, we don't want to do an hour and a half all the time. That might obviously bore the listeners a little bit. Ho- hopefully not too much, though. So, Vince Germano saying, great show, guys. Some thoughts for me in my humble opinion. I think you need to give Mute some more time. He is a good defensive guy. I feel there's no way he feels comfortable yet, and Adelman gives him inconsistent minutes. Secondly, if Adelman does go, I think Lionel Hollins is the perfect guy to coach that group. For one thing, you wouldn't be giving up 100 points a night. Great to hear Marcus back on TE. Looking forward to the next show. Hopefully coming of a huge Wolves winning streak. Oh, I wish the latter was true, but... It looked like it was going to happen after that Portland game, and of course we saw what happened in L.A. Thanks so much, Vince, for kicking our butts in in uh, Staples Center. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, you started your new streak, like you mentioned. Yeah, he mentions that somewhere around here. Um, so, what do you think of Lionel Hollins? Do you think he'd be a good coach? Anyone so far. Anyone so far? Anyone. No, you'd like... Well, no, Lionel Hollins would be nice, though, wouldn't he? He's more of a defensive coach. Yeah, I do like, uh, well, most like Casey. Dwayne Casey? Yeah, but he's not. Look at you. Well, but yeah, at the same time, look at him. Look at you. <laughs> Dwayne yeah, it's it'd be, it'd be funny if he came back, but maybe at least better defense, I suppose. Well, our defense would be uh, um, playing Gorgie right at mm-hmm. this point, or telling Love, to, just put your hands up. And I suppose Rubio and Love can get do the offense anyway without Casey being an offensive yeah. genius, right? can do their thing. Uh, Tanae Brown saying, nice to get that win. Team should be full of confidence. Was a bit of a grind, but at least they got there. And that was, of course, the Portland game. So that was nice. <laughs> that was definitely a fun deal there. There it is. Vince Germano said, we have a new streak. <laughs> Seriously, though, <laughs> I'd be hiring Lionel Hollins in a heartbeat after this season. Team would be tougher on D, and young guys would get playing time. Yeah, that's definitely key. I think Lionel Holmes would be a really nice uh, pick, actually, wouldn't he? Maybe better than George Carl, because I don't know how much longer he's going to be around. George Carl, like, yeah. coaching. He's pretty old. I mean, he was coaching in the 80s, so. Yeah, it's, it's, mm. it's times have changed. Yeah. I mean, he's a good coach, but, eh, yeah, like you said, you know. And, he, you know, he's kind of probably a little bit too similar to Edelman, too. Yeah. But maybe he's a little bit less. Well, hey, he put up with, uh, what's his name? JaVale McGee, so he could put up with anybody. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So he's probably more patient than, uh, yeah, JaVale McGee would probably never play with Rick Edelman, you think? No, uh, yeah, he would have. <laughs> he would have been buried and gone. Oh, he would have been, uh, yeah, Johnson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he would have been Chris Johnson, without a doubt, right? Yeah. So, Brent Jacobson, second last one here, says Marv Wolfenson, Wolfenson, I can't believe I keep screwing that up, says original co-owner of the Timberwolves died today. Yes, sir, yep, so we do, we gave him a moment of silence. I also mentioned about the whole North Stars thing and uh, moving to New Orleans. Brent saying, totally agree on the attempted sale to New Orleans and the North Stars. Cole Young, this may be his first post on this page, saying, I just saw this on the news, thoughts and prayers to his family and to the T-Wolves organization. I agree, Cole. I I do agree. You know, I I wasn't meaning to like rip on him. I just thought it had to be mentioned though about the whole New Orleans thing and the North Stars leaving. I was that was frustrating. So, but no, all respect to Marv Wolfenson. I was not intending to 
you know, be disrespectful. So, final thought from Tanae Brown, saying, what's wrong with this team and not being able to finish off a game? Uh, for me, it's lack of clutch clutch players on this team, really, for one. I mean, we have one guy who's for sure clutch, yeah. and was there really anybody else? And in the fourth, by the fourth quarter, he's burned out. Love, yeah. Yep. By the fourth quarter, he's burned out. Yeah. I mean, you can't really trust Rubio to take a shot. Pekovic doesn't look like it. Or, yeah. or Pep, you <laughs> will rarely get the ball at the fourth. Yeah, like when when he's like playing his game, he's fantastic. Like then he's clutch enough. But when he's forcing up a shot, yeah, he's just that's yeah, that's not a not or a good time get, or place for it. He doesn't get many touches in the fourth. Yeah, this is weird. Mm-hmm. Because when you need a basket close, you know, you want you need a smart basket, like you want to just take a high percentage shot, that's what you got to do, That that's what I say. When we were um, up by two points, I say feed Pekovic, and you know, and, but then unfortunately that never happened because obviously the huge turnover, so there you go, oh, Hank McCoy posting right now, so, uh, let's see what it says. Let's just see what it says, look at just, oh, okay, it's, uh, he says, what does Kevin Love ever do to get a win, geez, putting up astronomical numbers the past few games. Better teammates. <laughs> that and other things, yeah, no doubt. It's uh, it's definitely an uh, extreme frustration for all of us here in T-Wolf land. Great, great thoughts. Hank McCoy right there and everybody included. Oh, that's a different page. Yeah, you're wondering, what's going on? They're still posting on here? No, mm-hmm. so that was a live one right there by Hank McCoy. It got on, it got on, Hank. <laughs> so... Just want to say thanks, everybody, for listening, and we're hoping for the best yeah. this coming week. Uh, I'll check very, very quickly who we're playing in the next week here, if I can, if humanly possible, right? Because, yet yeah, we are up against the clock here in a big, big way. So, we are playing... I can't even get there. We are playing... Oh, goody, not, not them again. Yep, we're playing Washington at home after Christmas on Friday the 27th. Saturday, the 28th, the Milwaukee Bucks at Milwaukee. So, hopefully those are both wins. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think those are both wins. And Dallas at home, New Orleans at home. Those could be about, wins. I don't know about D.C. I don't know about D.C. Yeah, they're one of those funny teams. You know John Wall is just going to destroy us. But it, but it's a home game. That's the good part. We can't win in the road, it seems like. So, uh, we may end up only playing those uh, two games before our next show, which would be kind of cool. So, we'll see. It depends on if we keep recording Sunday nights. All depends. Or will it be Monday night? Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? We're going to try to do Sundays, though. That might be the easiest, you think? Yeah. So, it seems to be, to, if we combine our schedules together. So, with that, we're going to put the wraps on this one. And we want to thank you all for listening. Do tell a friend about the show. Rate us on iTunes if you could. It would be really appreciated. We'll give you a shout-out on the show if you do. Give us a nice rating on there. would really appreciate it. Thanks again. Final shout-outs to Courtside Podcast, Hank McCoy, Vince Germano, you get the Rip City Bad Boys podcast with Keelan King, Tristan Mayer. That is the uh, Detroit Pistons and Portland Trailblazers show. Very entertaining. You got the Hoops podcast with the Golden State Warrior with uh, you know with Pumpa and Boof. They don't necessarily feature Golden State in Boston, but those are their favorite teams. Golden State's favorite team for Pumpa and Boof is a big Celtics fan. Great guys, great shows. Do check them out with. Out a doubt. The court. The, excuse me. The crossover podcast is on the sportsstuff.com. New York Knicks and Brooklyn Nets. Very very fun show. They they better get posting. They haven't done one in a couple weeks, so we missed them. Just thought I'd mention that. 
Again, want to thank Marcus the Forecaster for joining me as always and wishing all of you a very, very Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays. And we'll be back sooner rather than later.